The next hour will inform you on how cybersecurity is one of the most significant threats to our national security, as well as the battle that cybersecurity experts are undergoing every day on your behalf to protect you, your families, and your data. Welcome to Task Force 7 Radio with your host, the president and CEO of Task Force 7 Radio and Task Force 7 Technologies, George Reedus. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 214 of Task Force 7 Radio, the voice of cybersecurity. I'm Andy Bonello, pinch hitting for George Reedus. I want to emphasize that all opinions expressed in this show are my own, not that of my present or past employers. I'll never disclose any sensitive intelligence that I've been privileged to as a result of my current employment. I'll never knowingly disclose any classified information related to any security clearances I presently hold or have held in the past with the United States government. And nothing I say during the show should be construed as legal or financial advice. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, RSA this year. It's been a couple of years since we've been able to get out there, so it's going to be fun to go hang out in San Fran uh, with the folks tonight and the uh, rest of the week. Uh, but I'm also excited. I got a good friend coming on here. We got the CEO and co-founder of Reversing Labs, Mario Vuksan, on the show tonight. I'm excited to have Mario on. He founded Reversing Labs in 2009. He serves as CEO, driving all aspects of the company's strategy, operations, and implementation. Mario has held senior technical positions at Bit9, now Carbon Black, Microsoft, Groove Networks, and PictureTel, now Polycom. He is the author of numerous research studies, speaking regularly at FSISAC, RSA, Black Hat, and other leading security conferences. Mario is a graduate of Boston University and Swarthmore College. It's my pleasure to introduce CEO and co-founder of Reversing Labs, Mario Vuksan. Mario, welcome to Task Force 7 Radio, buddy. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Thanks, Andy. Really appreciate it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, look, I'm looking forward to catching up with you out at RSA. I know we're all, the world is back in San Francisco. The cybersecurity world is back in San Francisco for RSA. It's going to be fun to catch up with folks. Um, you know, I, we're all out there, man, with a, a bunch of different agendas and kind of digging into different things. I'd love to just hear from your perspective, like, what's top of mind for you going into the conference? Absolutely. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of crazy, like, you know, the, the, you know, the theme of the conference is, you know, connecting, and that's exactly what we are doing, sort of two, two years of not seeing people live. I think this is going to be sort of, you know, you know um, a party, uh, really sort of, you know, coming of age, you know, for all of us, uh, hoping that, you know, we are uh, returning, you know, to some sort of, you know, normalcy, uh, if, if, if you can call it that way, with sort of, you know, uh, all these uh, new infections and you know mask regimes you know uh, uh, coming around but I'm really definitely looking you know very much you know seeing you in person again you know it's been so long um, I'm, you know I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, everybody else you know and you know really looking forward to uh, talking about you know where we are today what has changed and you know what we need to focus uh, moving forward yeah, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, uh, yeah, I think the social side of it is what I'm really pumped up about. You know, I think it's it's just one of those times where everyone's been working from home, buried in the front of their 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 monitors, you know, and, and haven't had a chance to really pop on out and and really like you know shake some hands. So it's going to be fun to to do that. You know, from um, you know, a lot of folks are going out there from the practitioner perspective, and clearly, you know, you've done that throughout your career, but you're you know, obviously from the CEO perspective, 
what's the, you know, in, in addition to the relationships, like what's the value, you know, you're, you're hoping to get out of, out of the conference? Well, so number one is sort of reconnecting, you know, with, you know, uh, organizations and individuals, you know, with, with whom, uh, we all have sort of, you know, longstanding relationships, uh, having few minutes to talk about where are we going, what's happening, uh, what are we seeing in the market? There's all kinds of things, you know, going on out there. So we're in the middle of the, you know, uh, uh, you know, the, the, you know, we're in the middle of the NBN finals. We're in the middle of, you know, uh, uh, all sorts of, you know, news around layoffs, you know, happening around. Uh, people are worried about the economy, about, you know, inflation. We are worried about uh, 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 war in Ukraine. Uh, we are worried about, you know, some new and novel uh, or maybe not so novel attacks, you know, for which, you know, we do not really have, you know, very good, you know, posture sorted out. In my mind, you know, sort of, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, goes, you know, uh, uh, in the direction you know, of the, you know, biggest possible uh, blast radius and uh, what you know we have seen sort of with you know you know solar winds and sunburst and supply chain type of attacks you know really meant you know wow there's a whole new uh, area of you know threats you know that we uh, need to uh, focus on of course you know there are a lot of other uh, uh, topics that you know uh, need to uh, be part of the, you know this you know larger conversation uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to uh, uh, hearing uh, uh, how people uh, are approaching the solution uh, solutions for some of these problems. Yeah, well, I love that you hit on the NBA finals first, right? My Boston Celtics are in there, so I'm pretty excited right now. This time of year is it's fun to be a, a Boston Celtic fan, so hopefully they can keep it going. <laughs> So, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> hey, living in Cambridge, that was you know number one thing you know in my mind. Oh yeah, man, you 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 can't go two feet without finding something over there. <laughs> Definitely, I love it. So so you know, so yeah, since you brought up the topic of like uh, you know the Ukraine, right? We you know we've we've been discussing on the show just some of the different attacks and kind of emerging threats that folks had to start to think through. Like what, what are you guys at reversing labs starting to just, you know, think about and deal with in, in the context of the, the, you know, the current conflict? Um, well, um, I mean, this is, this is a precedent conflict, you know, for, for all of us, you know, conflict like this, you know, really did not, you know, happen since the, uh, 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 Second World War, uh, uh, a kinetic conflict, you know, with tremendous amount of, you know, suffering effectively. I mean, cyber is important, but what's going on there, uh, you know, you know, goes way, way beyond, you know, anything, you know, that, you know, uh, you know, you know, we have had to uh, deal with. And so like, you know, my heart goes out, you know, to, you know, to the folks, you know, on, on the ground. I mean, it's, 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 it's really, really ter terrible reality. Now, you know, where cyber comes, you know, comes together is that, you know, you know, you know one of the ways to survive is you know, to have, you know, functional communications uh, going and uh, internet is, you know, sort of, you know, their lifeline, not, you know, telephone lines, you know, it's internet, you know, that gives them information, allows them to connect with audio, video uh, externally. Uh, and, you know, and hence, you know, has been sort of, you know, one of the sort of leading, you know, attack vectors. Of course, you know, once you have the connectivity, then you can connect your critical infrastructure uh, and everything else to that. And, you know, 
most of that uh, um, has, you know, been moving even in places like Ukraine, you know, all, you know, online and, you know, is in a vulnerable from that perspective. So um, uh, I think we have been sort of, you know, more or less, you know, uh, uh, lucky that, you know, there hasn't been any significant spillage, you know, to, you know, of the cyber war uh, uh, to the West. You know. Definitely there is, you know, you know, the, 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 the uh, cyber warriors on both sides, you know, the conflict are, you know, very, very busy uh, as we speak. Uh, now that gives us time, you know, to potentially uh, fortify some of the defenses, you know, that, you know, we know uh, uh, need help. Uh, what really, I mean, you know, for me was was really, you know, shocking, appalling. You you name it, you know, was sort of you know this the 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 the, the blast, you know, uh, uh, you know the the blast radius, you know, that you know comes up uh, with you know any kind of you know supply chain attack. So if you can infect you know, every single one of your customers effectively, you have made it so much easier. To attack, to pick and choose, and take down, you know, whatever uh, uh, they're uh, they're interested in. Now, that in itself is perhaps you know not so uh, uh, dangerous, but like uh, you know, uh, marry that with sort of you know uh, uh, evolution of you know ransomware uh, or other sort of the, the 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 criminal enterprises. Sometimes you know even serving. Uh, 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 or being in service, you know, of you yeah. know, of a bigger goals. Uh, that's you know where we may have you know uh, something for which we don't quite know how to defend ourselves. I think you know, uh, you know, the government definitely you know took uh, you know strong action uh, last year. There was lots of talk you know about you know uh, uh, increasing standards, improving uh, uh, things. Uh, but uh, I think we are still very far away you know, from, you know, believing that, you know, our general posture uh, is significantly better than it was, you know, before uh, the Ukraine uh, conflict. Yeah, man, there's so much, so much to unpack. Um, well, we're going to take a, a short break to hear from our sponsors. But hey, folks, don't go away. If you're a social media junkie, don't forget to follow us on TF7 Radio at your favorite social media platform. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, searching at TF7 Radio, and you'll be connected to the extended TF7 family on your favorite social media platform. For inquiries regarding sponsoring the show or suggestions for topics or guests, please email George directly at george.redis at tf7radio.com. That's george.redis at tf7. That's the number seven, folks, radio.com. We're going to pause for some quick messages from our sponsors, then we'll be right back with CEO and co-founder of Reversing Labs, Mario Vupsan. So whatever you do, don't go away. You're listening to Task Force 7 Radio, the voice of cybersecurity. As CISOs manage known malware attacks, they also contend with the unknown unknowns. With 24-7 Hacker Innovation, where do CISOs place their next security investment bet? Find the answer with Signet. With forums and public and private partnership dinners in Toronto, London, Singapore, Tokyo, and across the U.S., 
Cynet is a mission-focused, purpose-driven global community advancing the next generation of cybersecurity solutions. As an entrepreneurial ecosystem super connector, Cynet brings innovators, top cybersecurity professionals, solution providers, investors, and government executives into a collaborative alliance. Join Cynet's global community to empower your organization and the industry to defeat hackers with cybersecurity's next generation of innovation. Learn more at security-innovation.org or Google Cynet, S-I-N-E-T. In today's interconnected world, digital transformation is taking us on a journey towards exciting new ways to work, live, and communicate. In business, staying out in front of the competition means pushing the boundaries of the status quo and exploring the possibilities of the future. However, pushing forward into this fast-changing digital landscape brings a new level of uncertainty and risk that must be measured, understood, and managed. By delivering state-of-the-art cyber risk analytics, X-Analytics is setting the standard to bring business clarity to the complex cyber threats organizations face each and every day. When it comes to understanding your financial exposure to cyber risk, trust what the global cyber insurance industry and Fortune 500 companies trust. Trust X-Analytics to guide you through the uncertainty into cyber risk clarity. For more information about X-Analytics, visit our website today at x-analytics.com. That's x-analytics.com. X-Analytics, setting the standard in the enterprise cyber risk management. You're listening to Task Force 7 Radio with George Ritas. If you'd like to find out more about our program, please visit the website at taskforce7radio.com. Again, that's Task Force 7 with the number 7, radio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Here again is your host, George Ritas. Welcome back to Task Force 7 Radio, the voice of cybersecurity. We're back with CEO and co-founder of Reversing Labs, Mario Vuksan. Well, man, we, we talked a little bit up front around RSA being the, you know, the conference for everyone to connect. Yeah, man, I, I, I'm hoping it's an opportunity for everyone to also recharge. You know, people are pretty burnt out. You know, I, what's your take on it, you know, from the CEO perspective on, um, you know, talking with your clients and, you know, practitioners around the world around, you know, just how they're feeling right now? Well, I mean, we're talking about two two crazy years, you know, not you know things that are not behind us, you know, sort of you know, for one man that's named COVID, who went to the sort of you know this you know geopolitical madness that is you know you know certainly uh, adding stress uh, to folks, you know, both both here and certainly uh, in Western uh, Europe, you know, you know, not talking about Ukraine itself, you know, so. Uh, uh, so uh, the stress, you know, seemingly it's, you know, with us, you know, but with that, you know, we have the stresses, you know, of, you know, working from home, not seeing, you know, the, the, your uh, coworkers. And I think, I mean, while I can certainly speak, you know, you know, from, you know, from the point of view of my company is that, you know, working from home, you know, has been boon for many. A lot of people have benefited, you know, sort of, you know, from being able to handle the, you know, you know, you know, family life, you know, and in their responsibilities, responsibilities better, you know, with or without COVID, you know, by you know working from home. But like, you know, there's there's really almost a new level of stress, you know, that is being you know added to that, you know, and 
um, in our, our organization is not much different than, you know, many, many other companies, you know, where you really have you know, the situation that, you know, almost always uh, there are few, you know, who carry the weight, you know, of the many. And those are the people who tend to burn out the most because, you know, they are, whether, you know, if, you know out of their own reasons or whether, or whether they're being, you know, pushed, you know, they do pick up, you know, excessive amount of responsibility and, you know, carry it, carry it until they cannot, you know, do, do it anymore. When we were all working in an office, it was, I'd say, a bit easier to spot out, you know, those situations and help those people. When working remotely, that may not be so obvious, you know, and hence, I mean, it's in, you have seen sort of, you know, a lot of, you know, stories when people, you know, burned out and moved away to something else. Uh, however, uh, that's definitely not in the, the number one reason, you know, for the, uh, uh, you know, the, you know, so-called, you know, great resignation. Uh, certainly, uh, there are all kinds of issues, you know, sort of from, simply being sick and tired, you know, of, you know, COVID being alone, looking, uh, looking for something, you know, different, you know, to simply the inflationary politics, you know, the, the, the hiring situation, which has never been better. I mean, this sort of economy, uh, I don't even know if, if, if there's anybody living that has seen, you know, this kind of situation uh, uh, that, you know, we are dealing with today, which I think is a good news, uh, opens a whole new set of, you know, problems, uh, uh, and also, you know, allows us, you know, to start thinking, you know, what we as, you know, executives, you know, what companies, our HR departments uh, uh, should be focusing on to make sure that, you know, all of our employees uh, are uh, uh, successful and uh, well supported. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's hard to understand, like, what other things people are bringing to the workplace when they're at home all day, right? You know, you just don't get to see it. They don't get the vent. You go from one video call, you hit a button, you're not on another video call. Like there's no like walking down the hallway venting about your <laughs> your day or that meeting or anything. No outlet. Um, Absolutely. You know, there's been a <laughs> Absolutely. Lot of- I mean, you know, you know uh, how, many, how many calls you've been, you know, when the kids, you know, sort of walk in the room, you know. Oh, yeah. Dogs are rolling now. around, like, you know, the, you know, people ringing the doors, you know. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. I, I make my kids come in now, and I have them introduce themselves. <laughs> and then they come on. Oh, hey, you want to meet, my, meet some of my friends? <laughs> they, they, there you go. Say something. You know. It's right. They get on there, start talking. Um, but you're right. It, it does. It, it, it's a different dynamic. And there's there's a lot of um, you know there's been a lot of reporting in the last like week or so just around like um, you know folks kind of maybe even considering leaving the cybersecurity field. You know, which at a you know at a time where cyber is just a hot market, attacks are going you know crazy. Um, you know, are you feeling like now's just the time for folks just to reevaluate life and kind of you know pick their head up a little bit and look look at everything a little differently? You you always said that you know people you know join you know whether it's security or something else you know sort of you know we're going through that uh, as a sort of the as you know as a as early as a process you know without you know much you know thought being put you know uh it's just that you know this situation uh in covid plus you know in the last couple of years has given them a pause you know something to think about and then people really have realized you know what maybe security is not for me maybe i don't really love it as much as i like something else and uh 
again, this is way beyond in you know, a security. I mean, just look, you know, how many uh, how many cooks, uh, uh, waiters, you know, all kinds of other nurses, you know, we have around. A lot of people just says, I'm, I'm done with it. You know, I'm going to do something else or let me try something else. And sort of, you know, because it happened in such numbers, you know, we do have something that, you know, is disruptive. It may take some time until we find a new set of uh, individuals that, you know, want to take on those, you know, those jobs, find them interesting. They may come from somewhere else. Uh, uh, we have certainly uh, made offers, you know, to people who are coming from other fields, but, you know, have told us, you know, secretly, I've been really interested in security for a long time. I've been reading. I just felt like I didn't have the background and nobody would actually hire me in the field. So now there are openings for bringing new, fresh blood. I'm not sure if all of them will work out, but I expect that some uh, will be sort of, you know, those hidden gems, you know, that will yeah. create lots of good uh, for us. Yeah, that, that's actually a really cool point, right? I mean, I think you got an opportunity with, you know, in the industry right now for folks to kind of take, give it a stab. But, but I do think that, you know, it's also interesting for companies like yourself where, you know, folks are going to be leaning a little bit more on, on folks like you guys, right? Like they just can't, their teams can't do it all. They can't scale the automation that's needed. Like how are, how are you guys at reversing labs, like helping solve, we'll just pick, you know, software supply chain attacks, right? That's like a, you know, big thing right now, we hit it on the beginning of the show. Like what are, how are you guys playing in that space and helping companies right now? Well, so as you say, like, you know, it's, 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 it's all about automation. How can you do a lot of the hard, you know, maybe some meaningful, but really hard of the, some of the hard investigative processes, you know, quickly, easily provide the insight, you know, and give the data so that person has time to, you know, drink that coffee and think about what does this mean? Should they be making a decision that, you know, may have uh, impact, you know, on uh, their organization? And so, you know, in our case, uh, what we've seen with, you know, with, you know, with uh, 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 solar and sunburst was, you know, that, you know, we don't have enough, you know, uh, tools uh, in the post, you know, uh, uh, build step. So, when the software is being built, you know, be software applications, or when you know you you produce the final container before the deployment, uh, there are really no meaningful tools, you know, to to give the you know complete inventory inspection of you know uh, uh, of you know all sorts of you know failures that you know could be then pushed back on the developers, you know, and, you know, and something that would uh, convince. Uh, the you know the, the site reliability uh, uh, teams you know or simply customers you know that you know part of the code is you know fit you know uh, for a uh, uh, purpose. So uh, from our perspective, uh, integration into workflows or on the other side, you know, CACD processes is obviously essential. Uh, but the other sort of essential thing is is you know to uh, not only provide you know all the things that you know are potentially wrong with particular code but also provide, you know, certain, certain sort of, you know, uh, uh, levels of uh, 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 scores uh, uh, in a dial, you know, in terms of, you know, how important, you know, certain findings are, are all the way to uh, the ways, you know, how problems, you know, could be uh, fixed. So let's say if you're talking of, you know, we reversing labs, you know, we'll one example, survey the, survey the code for, implementation of different you know vulnerability mitigation techniques uh important thing 
here is, you know, not only just to say, hey, this is not right or A, B, C, D reasons, but also these are the ways, you know, how you could, you know, easily uh, improve uh, uh, your code. So effectively, uh, uh, you know, taking uh, that potential complexity that, you know, maybe not all developers, you know, have time to truly understand and research uh, and, you know, giving them ready-made answers so they could uh, increase the reliability and the security of their uh, uh, code, but at the same time have enough time uh, to uh, perform the core tasks, you know, of uh, uh, their job. Yeah, so are you... Uh, yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I, I get it. So you guys also spend a lot of time in like the, you know, supporting and like ensuring like the socks and other, you know, other parts of the, you know, incident response yeah. process. Like, how are you guys stitching, stitching the stuff together? So it is really sort of, you know, fascinating that, you know, when, 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 when sort of the focus on software supply chain, uh, I mean, really for the first time. So I think this is like two years uh, of, uh, uh, effectively uh, a really strong focus on how do we investigate something that, you know, up to now we were just trusting by default. You buy a piece of software, you install it, you know, you, your team uh, develops the software, it's, you know, automatically fit for purpose, push it in the production. Uh, you know, for the first time now we are like, we are wondering, hey, I mean, we trust it, but we would like to verify it, you know, a bit, you know, we would like to have a proof that indeed what we believe is you know uh, uh, absolutely right uh and now uh that's sort of you know the trust you know uh, perspective uh yes you know it can be you know you know boiled down to set of you know checks it does it have the malware you know what type of vulnerabilities uh, are in a package uh is there something are there any vulnerability there that's act actually actively exploited you know do we have any dropped uh uh, secrets, you know, tokens, you know, access credentials, source code. I mean, you name, you know, all kinds of, you know, uh, uh, things, you know, uh, that, you know, uh, could be wrong. But also, um, we could be serving a past, you know, that kind of, you know, conversation. And, you know, software application has been installed, has arrived. It's, you know, it exists, you know, in, in your network. And somebody now needs to sort of go and figure out, you know, what do we do about it? you know, how bad it is. And we have been seeing in the last, you know, I'd say six to nine months, that lot of, you know, security operation centers are getting yet another task, you know, to their long list of things to do. And that's, you know, hey, we found this, you know, weird application, such and such machine, we don't know what to do with it, you know, is this big deal? Is it, you know, what do we do about it? And those applications could be, uh, you know, the, the, regulatory mandated software applications in places, you know, like, you know, China, Middle East, I mean, you name it, most countries, you know, have the regulatory bodies or develop, you know, critical software that you cannot replace, you must, you know, trust and install it. And of course, uh, uh, it is imperative, you know, for all organizations to understand, you know, what they're uh, 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 installing. However, development practices, you know, are uh, different, you know, from a place to place, you know, from maturity to, to simply uh, cultural ways of, you know, how people uh, handle and understand uh, uh, key loggers, uh, uh, you know, usage, you know, of, you know, outdated uh, uh, software libraries, et cetera. Uh, and 
for many people, you know, those become very difficult, you know, decisions to differentiate, you know, malicious intent, accidental in, uh, intent, sloppiness, you know, or who knows what. Yeah. And uh, organizations tend not to have anybody else other than socks, you know, to have <laughs> the time and the knowledge to actually figure out, you know, what to do. Yeah. They unfortunately they end up being that like they almost feel like they're getting dumped on with everything, right? And they can't focus on uh, some of the fun things they want to do. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then and, and these are serious problems because you know you may you may end up you know with a uh, with an application that is in a strange language, you know, you know, strange script, you know, that you know does things that are just you know weird, or maybe you, you can't you know you don't even know how to properly install it or you know uh, instrument. And there you have, you know, so many hours or days, you know, to, to decide, you know, do we move forward, uh, you know, or do we reject it? Uh, either decision has potentially significant business impact, you know, for organization. And uh, it's, it's a very ungrateful position you know, for a lot of analysts to be in, frankly. Yeah, it's tough. And I, mean, I think it kind of speaks to that burnout we were talking about, right? I mean, like the, the clarity of mission. Exactly. Um, you know, they, they get the high level mission, but then day to day, they're just hopping back and forth between so many uh, different issues. Um, you know, one, perhaps unsupported. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, so that's a great point, right? I mean, I think, I think folks are, they're starting to feel like maybe they're not as supported as they thought they were going to be. Um, you Correct. know, and some of that could be, you know, just uh, relationships within an organization it could be funding, you know, yeah. anything, right. Um, so, but what? Uh, yeah, but think. Uh, yeah, so go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, you go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say, like, uh, the, the sort of the, the, the interesting thing is, you know, it's uh, what we have seen. It's 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 really a massive headache. Is if organization is buying very expensive piece of software, or let's say it's in you know, a multi million dollar piece of software, and you are really diligent, you know, security analyst, you know, that really, really wants to get to the bottom. And unfortunately, uh, a lot of these big packages do have, you know, many issues. So inadvertent, you know, unwanted uh, behaviors, potentially uh, accidental backdoors and all sorts of other things. So now, uh, uh, if you prevent it, you know, you may actually be hurting the, you know, the company, your own job, job uh, jobs of tens of thousands of other co-workers. It's in, you know, it's within your own purview to make, you know, really a massive recommendation of course you know somebody else will probably make the final risk in assessment but you know you're potentially making a case you know to really regress in time uh uh you know or you know you are potentially being asked to bless something that you don't believe should ever be uh, uh you know uh, on uh, on our systems yeah and that's sort of you know where the, the the stress really is you know not you know commensurate you know with you know the the the, the station uh, of the job you're you're so you're so right bro so like that's the thing that i think people lose sight of is like we're we're putting you know we're putting pressure on folks to make very specific statements and you know really really sound business decision making but we want them to do it under extreme speed and pressure right so it's like really challenging for folks uh, they've got to be like spot on all the time. And, uh, and, that, and that's, you know, that's a tough, tough place to be some days. Right, right, right. All right, man. Hey, we got to take another short break, but I'm, I'm loving our conversation. 
Uh, don't go away, folks. We're right back with more from CEO and co-founder of Reversing Labs, Mario Vuksan. You're listening to Task Force 7 Radio, the voice of cybersecurity. As CISOs manage known malware attacks, they also contend with the unknown unknowns. With 24-7 Hacker Innovation, where do CISOs place their next security investment bet? Find the answer with Signet. With forums and public and private partnership dinners in Toronto, London, Singapore, Tokyo, and across the U.S., Signet is a mission-focused, purpose-driven global community advancing the next generation of cybersecurity solutions. As an entrepreneurial ecosystem super connector, Signet brings innovators, top cybersecurity professionals, solution providers, investors, and government executives into a collaborative alliance. Join Signet's global community to empower your organization and the industry to defeat hackers with cybersecurity's next generation of innovation. Learn more at Secure. Security-innovation.org or Google Signet S-I-N-E-T. In today's interconnected world, digital transformation is taking us on a journey towards exciting new ways to work, live, and communicate. In business, staying out in front of the competition means pushing the boundaries of the status quo and exploring the possibilities of the future. However, pushing forward into this fast-changing digital landscape brings a new level of uncertainty and risk that must be measured, understood, and managed. By delivering state-of-the-art cyber risk analytics, X-Analytics is setting the standard to bring business clarity to the complex cyber threats organizations face each and every day. When it comes to understanding your financial exposure to cyber risk, trust what the global cyber insurance industry and Fortune 500 companies trust. Trust X-Analytics to guide you through the uncertainty into cyber risk clarity. For more information about X-Analytics, visit our website today at x-analytics.com. That's x-analytics.com. X-Analytics, setting the standard in the enterprise cyber risk management. You're listening to Task Force 7 Radio with George Ritas. If you'd like to find out more about our program, please visit the website at taskforce7radio.com. Again, that's taskforce7 with the number 7, radio.com. Now, back to this week's show. Here again is your host, George Ritas. Welcome back to Task Force 7 Radio, the voice of cybersecurity. We're back with CEO and co-founder of Reversing Labs, Mario Vuksan. Well, man, we're at the we're at the home stretch, and I, I really appreciate you coming on. I know the conference week is going to be jammed for you, uh, but uh, look, man, you you know, Solar Winds pops, you know, reversing labs gets tapped to help them sort things out. You know, the CEO of Solar Winds is a bit, you know is quoted as you know talking about you guys, you know, really building you know you know the next foundation for them. Um, you know, how how is reversing labs kind of helping companies deal with the tampering, making sure the integrity of the software is right. And just in essence, giving companies the best picture on, on the software that they're developing right now. Um, well, so I think they're assuring the software integrity and, you know, detecting any tampering in software packages is you know, the, the quintessential, the most important, I think, aspect, you know, of, you know, the digital economy sort of you're buying software you're buying ones and zeros 
you want to know that they have a provenance, you know, guaranteed provenance, you know, from a team that, you know, uh, spends care, time and money to ensure the highest quality, best possible product. In software, we don't want the knockoff, you know, the, 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 the products. You want the genuine stuff. And especially if you're paying the top dollars for it, you definitely want to make sure that, you know, the, 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 the company making the software, whether that's your organization, a third-party organization, is, you know, sort of, you know, doing what they need to do uh, 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 to um, uh, uh, give you that, you know, sort of, you know, uh, 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 trust, you know, that is uh, necessary. Now, at the same time, you probably want to be able to verify that, you know, the, the uh, integrity itself. And so historically, we've been really relying on the uh, digital uh, code signing. Wonderful, great idea. Uh, all kinds of issues with, you know, multiple uh, certificate authorities, uh, even in places, you know, where you would probably not be as comfortable of, you know, uh, trusting, but then, uh, even going beyond that, I mean, there's there's probably uh, at least 400 different you know checks you know to a, a particular code signing process that would be necessary for you to really feel comfortable that something is you know uh, true and uh, uh, genuine. Now, uh, and that's uh, sort of the challenge you know that is you know even before uh, we get to the sort of you know obvious problems that. Uh, uh, last year's executive action were, you know, uh, tackled, you know, around the visibility inside of software packages through software bill of materials, uh, understanding is anything really hiding, how old it is, you know, how dangerous it is, you know, how, uh, um, um, how um, uh, out of line it may be. Uh, and then really the most important thing, you know, for us, you know, you know, vis-a-vis -vis the solar winds was, was you know, to really monitor uh, the behaviors and that is unwanted behaviors as they propagate you know, from one version of the application to another. And so our insight you know, for the, you know, the SolarWinds uh, uh, sunburst attack you know, was you know, to pick you know, the two different uh, builds you know, of the uh, uh, same application, one that was benign, the other one you know, that you know, uh, was malicious. And really try to figure out uh, uh, where are the uh, behavior characteristics that indicate that something unwanted, something uh, uh, malicious, you know, has been added. Uh, and that's we are not really sort of you know using you know your traditional hey we analyze malware we write a signature now once we see another piece of malware now we can identify it. No, uh, the idea is that you know we are looking you know for. Uh, uh, behaviors that, you know, are indicative, you know, of, you know, unwanted uh, 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 software behaviors, something that, you know, normal software normally is not, you know, uh, uh, doing uh, and uh, uh, bubbling up, you know, that information uh, uh, to the top, you know, so that uh, development team or software deployment or buying or purchasing team can decide, you know, what, you know, uh, to do with this information. Uh, of course, um, we are dealing usually with a very large software applications. Uh, uh, and, you know, for in, in that regard, uh, analysis needs to be uh, nimble, uh, needs to be focused. Uh, data needs to be really rolled, you know, into a very simple um, uh, summaries, you know, so that teams could act upon it 
uh, in a sort of you know normal uh, course of events. You know, we're not really looking you know for uh, your typical seem like uh, alerts where you're getting thousands of things every day. Actually, you know, uh, if you know the uh, software supply chain protection is properly set up, you're really likely going to have you know alerts you know happening once or twice, three times a year. Uh, and you know, then they're going to be very, very important and very, very relevant. And there will be really no chance, you know, for uh, for uh, false positives uh, uh, in this process. And that's music to my ears, right there. I mean, you know, no, no false positives. I mean, let's that's where we want to be. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, so to really the problem with false positives is usually that you know you are making decision based on in a very uh, 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 very few information, potentially just in you know, a one signal, and then just in you know, making a big outlandish decision. Hey, this is worthwhile, you know, humans' uh, uh, attention, uh, and that's not right. We really need to be able to examine external event, you know, from many different, you know, uh, uh, sides, uh, come up with, you know, a load of, you know, uh, information, relevant information, and then really be able to position it. If you, human being, you know, analyzing this manual, have seen you know, so many suspicious things, would you take a break and you know go deeper? That's sort of you know the goal uh, of, of, of our process. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, man. Hey, before before I let you go, I you know I <clears throat> coming out you know to the conference, I, I've been getting or leading up to it, I've been getting a lot of uh, uh, first time technical entrepreneurs that are in stealth you know, wanting to, to get my perspective on things, but I, you know, you have a very different perspective that I would bring, you know, being a technical co-founder yourself, you know, I'd love to get your perspective on, um, you know, what advice you would give technical founders, uh, first time entrepreneurs, um, you know, kind of kicking off their first, their first venture. Well, uh, as we all know, sort of economic activity goes in waves, you know, so, you know, we are now coming in a sort of very strange, you know, lull in the potential economic activity. There is lots of money out there. There is, a, there is definitely lots of ways that good ideas, you know, could be, uh, uh, could be funded, but there's also lots of caution. Uh, uh, and uh, investors really are looking for sort of maturity in the in the in, in the uh, founding teams. Maturity in terms of you know focusing on their technology, uh, uh, they uh, but also maturity in terms of sort of the uh, how they assess you know different you know go to market strategies that they may take. Uh, and uh, it's usually important you know to have as many of these qualities you know in the core team versus expect that you know some magical. Uh, set of uh, seed angel or you know venture uh, uh, of actors you know that would be able to uh, 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 help the team. So uh, I really would sort of you know recommend at this point that you know those you know that potentially do not have sort of you know full spectrum of you know experience from go to market to technical uh, to really prepare you know for some grit you know prepare uh, uh, for uh, being asked to have, you know, more proofs, uh, uh, gather more stamina, last longer, uh, bootstrap uh, things. I mean, boot, I mean we bootstrapped uh, reversing labs for a number of years. It was, you know, you know, uh, my uh, and uh, my co-founder's uh, uh, prerogative. We really wanted to do it. 
so that we have enough time to build you know the uh, uh, core uh, technology now uh, also in the last few years uh, the uh, funding uh, uh, atmosphere was such that uh, uh, it was uh, rather easy to um, raise you know lots of money and of course you know uh, you can either learn things, you know, through sort of, you know, slow uh, development and learning on your own mistakes, you know, or you can sort of, you know, pay uh, a lot of money to uh, learn the, those same mistakes. Uh, of course, you know, the equity impact on your position may certainly uh, uh, vary in that case, but that really becomes uh, sort of the personal choice. So, yeah. Yeah, that's extremely important, right? I mean, I think, you know, there's there's a lot of ways to go about this. Um, what are some of the ones that you think, what are some of the like early mistakes that most first-time entrepreneurs make? Um, well, so I'd probably say like, you know, one of the most common that, you know, that, that, that I have seen is, you know, to really... Um, overestimate you know how much the market understands you know your problem segment area uh, of course you know for for them to feel uh that you know they have an insight you know otherwise you know very complex in a very wide area uh they have had to really go narrowly rather rather deep uh so uh and they may have sort of you know the the feelings the sense you know sort of you know like the musicians have the sense of what the world may want uh, uh today they have a sense you know of you know where the industry technology uh, is moving and what problems customers need to uh, solve uh now uh, for various reasons sort of you know from the messaging you know lack of you know maturity uh, materials the customers even those that have the problems that you know they're addressing may not be aware of the segment now what that will lead to is you know that you know they will likely be pushed you know to modify their original uh, ideas uh potentially spend you know money if they have raised you know, a lot of money on you know in 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 areas you know that you know uh, and so now here is the you know, here is the fork in the road. Uh, they either are misleading them or they are actually leading them in the right direction. And so it will take sort of you know the the uh, um, the set of founders you know that you know set of technical founders that are willing to look themselves you know in the mirror and you know uh, doubt themselves you know for a bit you know before. Uh, either accepting or rejecting the uh, external uh, uh, suggestion. Well, Mario, <clears throat> I always appreciate talking to you, man. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show. Andy, as always, you know, great pleasure. Thank you so much. All right, buddy. I'll see you on San Francisco. All right, folks, time for us to bounce but out of there. Don't forget to visit aliveshoes.com slash brand slash TF7 to get your own pair of Task Force 7 sneakers. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Task Force 7 Radio, the voice of cybersecurity. Stay frosty out there. Thank you for tuning in this week to Task Force 7 Radio. To learn more about Task Force 7 Radio, please visit our website at taskforce7radio.com. 
Be sure to join your host, George Ritas, again next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 